0: Welcome to another episode of Judgy Two Shoes. It is our fourth episode. I'm your host, Steve Hofstetter, with your other host... Savannah Martin. And we're joined by a guest for the first time. This is the first one that we're doing with a guest. Uh, we have Brooke Failing with us. Burke, you are a soccer player for the uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds? Yes,
1: yes, correct.
0: Do you prefer soccer or football? What do we call it? For the name of it? Yeah.
1: To be honest, I'm good with whatever I... Soccer is just what it's called here but if I were in Europe or somewhere else I'd call it football if that was like appropriate yeah yeah
0: people got really upset people got really upset even when I was in the UK people got upset that I wasn't calling it football and I was like soccer is from the UK like that's where the term comes from and yeah still, they they have very strong opinions about this yeah
1: it might just be more that you're american though that they didn't like yeah <laughs> so whatever that's i fair, said yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no matter what it was um okay so uh let's we'll explain the podcast but first cue the theme music this is the part do we have theme music can we play the theme music while theme
2: i do this music. Theme, theme music theme music okay did you find it
0: okay so uh as per usual on this podcast what we do is we judge things we will be sharing differences in our relationship. We will be judging stories as submitted by the internet and as found on the internet, uh, without the knowledge of the people who submitted them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will uh, have various disagreements and weigh in on what we think is right and what we think isn't. So, Burke, are you ready to? Are you ready to judge people?
1: Yeah, I try not to be judgmental. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Oh, <laughs> well, by the end of the show, you're going to be like, judging is the best. Yeah.
0: Um all right and it says that I'm sp- the outline still says I'm supposed to make fun of your outline but well it's in front of a guest now. I don't know if I want to. Judge me. Okay. It's it's a terrible. it's a terribly great. All right. Uh all right, first uh before we get into anything, uh quick catch up anything of note to
2: Not really, just wedding planning.
0: Yeah. When is y'all's wedding? In uh, June. Yeah. Right? Yeah, next, next year next yeah. June okay. yeah. yes obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great if it was last June yeah. still, we're still planning still planning uh, yeah some people some people do that they, they're they so last minute that they're yeah you know still planning afterward how long have you all been engaged for Um, a over a month yeah yeah relatively okay, recent sweet. so it's like a
1: within a year I like yeah it. I like that
0: yeah, we we, fig- we figured we'd give... See, you're already judging, but positively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that's That true. happens occasionally. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you can do positive judgment. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah, we decided, like, for a year, because that way it would give us enough time to plan, mm-hmm. so we're not immediately rushing. Like, sometimes people will get engaged, and then they'll send you a save the date when it's, like, the wedding's, like, three weeks away. I'm like, how am I yeah. saving this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Especially with your schedule. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, I'm on the road a lot, and so finding not only a time to have a wedding, but also not be on the road right before the wedding, and then have time for a honeymoon, (laughs) is a difficult thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, you need a little bit of time. A year should be, hopefully,
0: good enough for you. Yeah, I imagine as, uh, you know, as an athlete, like, you guys have to travel all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, our season's a little bit, like, not a little bit, it's very chaotic in the sense that if you're trying to plan something, like, for nine months of the year, ten months pretty much, it's like we're we are stationed where we are and we have a lot of free time like yeah. we train in the mornings so yeah. after that why we train for two and a half hours two hours a day yeah and we're at the facility for maybe four five on a long day so it's like from basically eight thirty to twelve thirty or one we're busy and then we're free after that so you have the whole day so you have a lot of free time but you're not like leave you know i'm in pittsburgh it's not like i'm leaving yeah to go you know Go on road trips or something like that, unless you have a day off and you just take advantage of it. But it's a lot of for nine months of the year, you're where you are traveling, and then two months you can do whatever you want. When you nice.
2: when you have a day off, do you take advantage of it, or do you sleep, or do you like catch yep, up on other stuff?
1: For sure, I take advantage. of I mean, it just depends. Like if I've played, if we play a lot of games or I'm really tired, maybe we'll rest. But most of the time, I'll try to. We have a lot of uh, really good guys on the team and pretty adventurous guys, so they're always down to go, you know, on a road trip. Like we went to Lake Erie the other weekend. Oh, fun! Oh, nice! Yeah, first time I've been there. Never been to one of the Great Lakes, so that was awesome. Uh, So I'll try to take advantage of it as much as possible, especially Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's beautiful. So yeah, like there's a lot to see here more than I thought there would be.
2: I get that comment every time. So I moved here in 2020, and when my like family came to visit they were very surprised by how much they liked Pittsburgh. Yeah. They just thought it was like some run down city. That's exactly what I thought. Steel city.
0: I was like, okay. Yeah. I I think that Pittsburgh markets itself so poorly because like before I ever visited, I assumed it was this like cold steel town where everything Mm -hmm. was covered in soot. Just everything in black and white. And like you get here and it is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Summertime. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's still gorgeous in the winter. It's just miserable. Yeah, it's yeah. dead. It's like, I mean, was <laughs> yeah.
1: in, it's incredible because I came here in January and it yeah. was so cold and it was, like, everything was dead. You could see through everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then spring comes, summer comes, and everything's so much green. Like, I've yeah. never seen so many trees. So much green.
2: Especially greener. in a city, yeah. There's there's a lot of greenery for a city.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you're from Mississippi, right? So I was born in Mississippi. I lived there for 11 years and then I moved to Seattle. Okay. And that's where, and Seattle's honestly pretty similar to here. Uh, that's why I was kind of like, I'm pretty into it because I'm like, okay, it's a lot of nature. Yeah. Savannah's got more mountains and stuff, but. Yeah. A lot of nature,
0: a lot of rain. Yes. <laughs> a lot of rain, a lot of rain. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. 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 You get, you get real hearty. Yeah.
1: People are a little more friendly here, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Friendlier than Seattle? Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think people in Pittsburgh are f- very friendly. Yeah.
1: And uh, from like anyone who's visited here, they've
0: always said like, the people are so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that bothers me. Yeah. But, you know, I get used to it. You're mm-hmm. From New York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I grew up in Queens. Okay. So, I'm I'm used to like people say that New Yorkers are rude, but we just have we just have shit to do. Like we your head down on your way to somewhere it doesn't mean you're ignoring someone. It just yeah. means you're focusing on your stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's more like I guess it's more real because then if you are going to engage with someone it's like, "Alright, you
0: have my time." Yeah. Yeah, when I was the first time I ever set foot in Louisville, um I had I had like just gotten the keys to the uh to the apartment like that they put comedians up in, and so I've interacted with no one except two people in the office of the comedy club and I'm getting out of the car to go to the apartment and a guy walks by me and goes, Have you been and I was like since since when <laughs> like I, I'm yeah. very confused because in my mind I'm like do I know this person have I met them yeah. Did, were they at the office were they one of the two people I just <laughs> saw and I was like that was, that was a weird one. like I didn't understand because it was I was you know, maybe my second or third year on the road. Like, I I didn't understand people genuinely trying to be nice. Yeah, southern hospitality. It's oh, it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Fair we'll enough. judge that later. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, let's let's do some content. We you want to start with the debate? Yes. So the, right.
2: d- the debate is. <clears throat> well, it's not. It's more of like which one are you more? Yeah because uh, I don't really think that's something that we necessarily disagree on, but are you a messy person um, or a dirty person? And a nicer way to say it <laughs> yeah. is are you a neat person or a clean person? Because neat and clean to us are two very different things.
0: Yeah, like neat. So clean is making sure that all the dishes are done and neat is making sure that the dishes are then put back where they go. mm Yes. instead of um, like oh here's a okay. clean bowl yeah but where the hell did it go yeah yeah so i am i'm a very neat person i think everything needs a place i'm very orderly uh and it's just it's really just saving me time for finding things yeah and i think it comes from growing up in a house with a lot of clutter like my parent my parents weren't hoarders but like adjacent <laughs> like everything they kept had had some value to it. And when I say value, I mean like my dad had three types of the same screwdriver. Like I'm not talking about family heirloom value. I just mean like they weren't keeping old newspapers, they weren't keeping garbage, but they definitely had stuff they did not need. Yeah, yeah. And no, I feel you on that. Yeah. What what's your take?
1: Uh I would say like specifically with dishes, yeah. I am I'd say like I'm I'm orderly everything outside of dishes. Like, I'll do the dishes, but like you said, I won't, like, put them away necessarily. Yeah. So, I'll put them up to dry, and then hopefully my roommate will take care of that. <laughs> Yeah. And he's not busy, but the, I... The magical I, dish fairy just yeah, exactly. suddenly... So, there's, a, there's usually a stack of them. But in terms of everything else, I'm very... Was it neat, I think was the word yeah. you said? Like, I like everything in a specific place. I like things like stack... Like, if there's a clump of just random stuff, I like putting it together and... Making sure it's all nice,
0: so I can like. <laughs> so you have it. like a like an organized clump.
1: Yes, exactly. If I can, I use that. Like my room, I like to be orderly. Yeah. Whereas
2: I, if there's a clump of stuff, I will clean each individual item and in the floor underneath it, and then I will put it all back in that same pile. Yeah, unorganized like, clumping. Like I'll do my laundry. So like, if it's a pile of dirty laundry in the laundry room, I will clean all of the laundry, but it goes right back into that same like that pile. Mm. So it's just a, now a pile of clean laundry.
0: Okay. instead yeah. of like
2: folding it and putting it away whereas you will put yours away immediately
0: I I like to get mine out of the way immediately partially because I know how like it'll get dirty again but also I just don't want it weighing on me I don't want the yeah. idea of having to get something yeah. done weighing on me and the sooner I can get it done the better I just which is very very different than how I grew up yeah but yeah I just I want it out of the way. And part of the problem is like, I can't even, I can't help you because I don't know if the laundry's clean or not. Like if I knew that pile was clean and I had some time and I knew you were busy, I would be like, oh, let me fold that for you and put it away. But I can't do that because 50-50, it's dirty. <laughs> like I have no idea. And I can't, and I also can't be like, oh, let me throw that dirty laundry in the washer. Yeah. Because 50-50, it's clean. Yeah. So I have no idea. And if you put it away, you don't even know where she... Maybe you don't know where it goes. Right. You put it in then, the wrong area. Yep, and then I've made new... Because based on my sense of organization, I've now made new places for her stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has no idea.
2: Yeah. But for the most part, it kind of works out. Yeah. Especially if I clean, and then I just tell you, hey, all of this is clean, whether it is laundry or dishes or whatever. You usually... Yeah. Put it where it goes. Then I
0: put it where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Even on tour, like so so the way I tour, I typically have three to four support acts that come with me. And it's my tour van and it's my tour. And so typically, like, they would be the ones who would be responsible for like loading and unloading. But no, because they they can't do it. Like they have they can unload, but -hmm. they cannot load. Because then stuff is everywhere, we have no idea where to find things. It doesn't fit. Like, there's very specific places for everything so that it can all fit without it being a mess. And so, like, I just, there there are times when they try. Oh, Blossom, they try. And then I have to just go and unload everything and reload it in because I'm like, there's a reason three of these suitcases don't fit.
2: I feel like this is how he talks about me with loading the dishwasher. I'll, like, do the Maybe. dish, I'll, like, load the dishwasher and there'll be a couple of items left in the sink. And I'll be like, if you want those in there, you're going to have to redo it yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, there is, you know, I've gotten used to now and we'll have to redo it again. Like when we get married and we'll register for stuff and we'll get, you know, some new dishes and things. But I know the size and shape of what we have and I know what fits in the dishwasher where. And so it's like, okay, if we have these bowls that are dirty, they go on this side because that's the maximum efficiency for where they go. It was some trial and error at first. And now I think I've figured it out. Um, Can you tell I really liked Tetris as a kid? (laughs) This this was like my thing. Um, But I think it's healthy for a relationship to have a neat person and a clean person. Mm-hmm. Because if you're both neat people, then you have very nice stacks of things on uh, on a moldy floor. Yeah. Whereas like I I can't stand actual cleaning, but I'm a really good putter away. Yeah. Yeah. There's balance. Yeah. Yin yang. Now you said roommate, so you're not married? No,
1: no. I have a girlfriend, but she's back in Seattle right now.
0: So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, do you have a difference in who's neat, who's clean?
1: I mean, she's messy. She's just messy. So, yeah. I, when I was in Charleston, I lived with her. And uh, she would always, like... she. So, she worked on a farm on the beach in Charleston. And she uh, would do horse rides, essentially. she okay take care of the horses, you know, uh, do all that in the day. And then people would come on rides. And she'd take them for rides out on the beach. And, you know, she'd come home. And she would, like, just... Th- you know, she'd be dirty, obviously. Because yeah. She's be working with horses and... She'd just like throw her stuff on the floor and I would just pick it up. But honestly, I liked it. Or like if there were dishes in the sink, she would do the dishes too. And it's not like she was always messy, but she was more messy than me. And like you said, I thought it was balanced because I was like, I like it because I was like, I, you know, I'm done with training. I have nothing else to do. It takes me five minutes to pick it up Yeah. sometimes and just clean it and stuff.
0: That's a very positive, like your strengths and her weaknesses and her strengths and your weaknesses. That's a good union. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm definitely a messy person. I think more so with my clothes than anything else.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a clutter. It was just a clutter. And I don't like clutter, so I pick it up and have to organize it or whatever. But I enjoyed it, honestly.
0: Are you a junk drawer person?
1: Like, in the sense that you just put everything in one drawer?
0: Yeah. Sometimes, but I try. uh,
1: More so now, no. Because I like to have things orderly. Because I know if I need something, and then it's a junk drawer, and I have to dig through it, I'm going to be like, why did I even do this? So.
0: When I move, every time I move, there is a box left over of, like, the last couple things. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff I don't have a place for. Mm-hmm. And it takes, it might take me a couple of days to move into an entire house. But that box, <laughs> that box is there for, like, three weeks.
1: Yeah, no, I feel you on that. Because it's, like, that is the last part. And then, yeah, oh, man, move, I was talking to my dad about this. Moving is one of, the, like, my least favorite things to do. Because yeah. there's so much – most of the time you just want to rest, and then there's so much just conund- – there's so much conundrum around you, and you have to organize everything where you want it to be in your new house, like how you want to set it up. And then you kind of, like, look at things, and then things you might want differently after a little bit. So it's – yeah, moving a little bit of a bitch in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Yeah, when I moved in with you, you're the one who was like, okay, let's unpack the boxes. And I was like, I don't want to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that was – that's also a tough one because – like, I had a place for all of my stuff, and then suddenly I had to be like, oh, well, there's not enough room on the towel shelf for your towels, too. Mm-hmm. i got to figure this out. There's you be built me an
2: entire room.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was... Uh, so, the place we live in was very open concept. Like, open concept to the point where the previous owner, like, did not believe in closets. <laughs> like, not a single closet in the entire house. There were three the doors-,
2: doors total, um, two of which were bathrooms.
0: Yeah. There were, yeah, no doors, no closets, uh, no pantry. Everything was just kind of out in the open. Oh. And so that's something that I'm, I'm very much, again, I'm a big, you know, put stuff in the closet that you don't want to see and close the door. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, we took one of the, like, corners of, you know, the the, the bedroom was really what should have been four rooms. Like, it, it it, just wasn't... Nothing was divided. It should have been a three-bedroom and a bathroom, and everything was just kind of open. And so I took one of the corners, and I just made it into her room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that way, I'm like, this way, you don't have to worry about putting stuff away, and I don't have to worry about you not putting stuff away. Yeah. Because yeah. your stuff is in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And They're I'm fine finished. with it. Yeah. 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 So anyway... What's the What's the verdict? I think... Is there a verdict? There's not line? really
2: a verdict. It's just more so two against one in this situation. But yeah. Um,
0: well, you say you don't that there's no verdict because you're the one. So you don't want to. You don't want the losing verdict.
2: Well, I never. Th- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the winner.
0: Yeah, you're Clearly. the winner. One to two.
2: Yeah, one to two. Um, one is better than two. We
0: have a professional athlete here, and I think he knows that that's not how scoring works.
2: Would you like to be in first place or second place? Uh, I would
0: like to be in first. I feel like that's me. Yeah. I'm in
2: first.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> oh, you're one. You're in first. Yeah. That's not. That's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't the Riverhounds win the win the league? We are in first right now. So we have, we're 23 games in, and I think there's 34 games. Okay. Uh, and we're in first right now, and we play second place or third place next week. So Ooh. we got some good. Yeah, we got a ways to go. So, All right. Hopefully, we can
0: stay top. Well, uh, according to your scoring system, they're in second. Yeah. No, you're in first. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Turns out I get to judge it however I want to. Yeah,
0: yeah it's part of the. It's all subjective. Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh... Sports
2: are subjective.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love the idea that like sports championships are subjective. <laughs> I mean, depending on the ref. Um, okay, so uh, let's go to some submissions.
2: Go to the first one.
0: All right. Um, I know we usually do my the assholes first, but this one, the title of it. It's fun. Why can't I, 29 male, uh, and it says, why can't I can't listen? Uh, Why can't I, 29 male, can't listen and communicate to my 28 uh, 28 female fiance? Well, already this person is having trouble communicating in the title. (laughs) Um, I have put a serious strain on our nine-year relationship lately. It's unintentional but I cause a lot of problems or I cause a lot of problems. I'm just going to read it. How. Can you read it correctly? I just think it's funny because it's about communication and it's so poorly written. Yeah, I think that explains a lot. It's a good... <laughs> yeah. It's a good what, why can't talk? Um, it's unintentional, but I cause a lot of problems with my fiance. It's the same fight over and over. I try to look to better myself, but I can never find the right direction to point at. So I am here. It's like I physically can't absorb what she's telling me. She tells me one thing and it's good for a while. Then poof, It's like just not registered in my brain. I don't do this consciously. For the most part, it's little things, but they have stacked up over time. It causes an unfair mental load on her, and she rightfully feels unheard. I know I have some problems to fix, but I don't know how. Where do I turn to? (sighs) I have many thoughts on this. My
2: advice would be don't turn to Reddit. I
0: think
2: that's step one. Yeah. I mean, for our sake, do turn to Reddit.
0: Yes, please. Uh, The more of a train wreck you are, the more (laughs) advice you should ask for on the internet because that's what we do. All right, many thoughts on this. My first thought is I would like to know if this person has the same problem with other people. Because if this person has trouble with long-term memory or short-term memory, that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely a real thing. If this person is only not retaining things when his fiance tells him, Mm -hmm. He doesn't care about her.
2: Yeah. Reading it first. Yeah. It makes me just think that you've chosen not to listen to your partner and you're hoping that there is some other reason other than you're a shithead that...
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's just like hoping that someone comes in with a diagnosis that like, no, this is a total... This is actually her fault. Yeah. She is telling you things the wrong way and you should work with her on that. At At least she's not blaming
1: her. Like, he's acknowledging, but I guess the main thing is, like, why isn't he listening? Why is he not, like, or not just listening, but why isn't he, like, acting on what she's saying?
2: Where is the ability to think through of, like, if I really can't listen to anybody, like you said, like, is this with more than just the fiancé? If I'm having trouble communicating and listening with a whole spectrum of people, like, I know I say this a lot, but, like, go to therapy. Go see a doctor. Yeah,
0: it that could be that could be a some sort of learning disability. That could be some sort of problem with auditory input. There Attention
2: are, span? Yeah. Exactly.
0: There are a lot of things that medically could cause this if it's across the board. If it's only with her, you are not interested in her. I agree. Um I have I have what I like to call a Swiss cheese memory which is, I, I got the term from Quantum Leap, it's a good show, um, which is basically the stuff I remember, I remember every little weird detail of. And then the other stuff, just gone. Just disappears. You have an excellent memory. Thank you. You're welcome. But also, it's not necessarily a compliment in the relationship, <laughs> because it really puts me into trouble sometimes. Because, yeah, there are things that like that you will say that I completely don't remember, but I also have that with everyone. Like, yeah, it's not a question of how much I care about you. It's a yeah. question of there are just things that don't stick for whatever reason, and I don't know why. Yeah. It could odd. be a lot of information to retain if she talks
1: a lot. I don't know if she does, but yeah. if someone talks a lot, it's hard to retain all the information.
2: He's a comedian, though. I think he talks more than I do.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, I and like, people will ask me after sets, they'll be like, oh, how do you just remember an hour of material? I'm like, well, that's stuff I know really well. yeah. Um, and like there are little tricks, there's mnemonic devices. there's you know my, my transitions between jokes or what I remember. But your short- term memory
2: is really good too. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean you'll how short. Like um... <laughs> well we'll be talking before he goes on stage. I don't know maybe an hour before. Yeah, And either I will or another comic will give him a, a suggestion for a joke. Or a direction that he could go in one. Or it could just be an entirely new joke premise. And Steve will go up on stage and work it out within the hour. And it's just like...
0: I have gotten feedback from other comics that like I'm weirdly attentive to that specific thing. Like the idea that I can work in... When I recorded Secret Optimist, I worked in... There were eight tags that... Uh, Bowers and Brett gave me between the sets, and I worked all eight into the late set. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird thing that my memory works for that, but this is actually a conversation. I'm really glad you're here for this one because this is a conversation that I had. I used to be a sports writer, and when I was at uh, Sports Illustrated for Kids, one of the editors wanted to do a story on athlete memory and the idea that there can be there can be a guy who can barely put a sentence together and you'll ask him what was the third pitch of an at-bat against the Braves in 1983 and he'll be like, oh, that was a slider. I was looking fastball. And like anyone, from, from the dumbest to the smartest athlete, they seem to retain specific things about their sport and about the games that they've played. Do you find that to be true?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it just depends on the emotional, like, investment of it. Because most of our memories are attached to an emotion. Like, that's why we remember it. Yeah, like, There's no emotion. It's pretty hard to remember it. So it's like, I mean, in sports, it's like, it's so heavily, uh, like, emotionally based. Yeah. It's so heavy. And so if he threw a pitch, let's say you got a strikeout, and he remembers that strikeout and that feeling of how good that felt, he's not going to forget that.
0: Like, yeah. And no matter how yeah. yeah,
1: dumb he may be.
0: Yeah. that's That's very interesting. Because, like... Like there are there are athletes who are super cerebral. Mm-hmm. They're guys like I'm a I'm a baseball guy. So like like Dave Cohn is a very cerebral pitcher. Greg Maddox is a very cerebral pitcher. So like I very much expect, you know, kind of this textbook breakdown from them.
1: What do you mean cerebral?
0: Um, I mean like they're not overpowering people. Mm. They're not, you know, the reason they were so good was because they could figure out what should come next. Mm. They're just very, very like, they're just very smart people. But also, when it comes to their sport specifically, like, you know, the reason Maddox was so good was because he could figure out what the hitter was looking for mm-hmm. and then throw something else. Mm. And so, whereas there are other pitchers who are just like, 100 mile an hour, try to hit it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, I don't know soccer as well. But I imagine, you know, like anything, that there are, there are people who are very analytical when it comes to the sport. And then there are people who are just physically wonderful. Mm-hmm. Do you see, do you find a difference in that?
1: Yes. Yeah, Soccer is fascinating. Cause it's more, it's like, I mean, anyone can play like I'm pretty small and there's guys who are like six, five massive. And it's like, it's more about your awareness of what's yeah. around you, like your spatial recognition. And then there's also that aspects like you said of, I mean, people can be tactically aware and like all that. But at the end of the day, and that's one thing I'm kind of learning what being in Pittsburgh with our coaches, it is very much a mentality like winning like if you want to win yeah yes you have to have all the necessary resources of skill physical exertion and everything like that but if you want to win and you find a way to win you i've i have found that our team and personally like we will yeah. win we will win like both teams want to win but it's like when you go on the field it's like okay do you actually want to win and like are you willing to fight like you know like look at the other person like i'm going to beat you you know like yeah. we are going to win and so there's a, that aspect of it that's like I think it's fascinating, and I'm still kind of understanding and working with because it's yeah it's not just about the analytical side it, it is, and you if you understand that that can help you, but for me, like personally, when I go into game, I like to be clear like i don't like I like to be like almost like I know nothing about the opponent, yeah so I can come at them and be like, as long as I give what I know I have and I'm clear that's all I need
0: interesting, yeah, I think that <clears throat> expectation is huge part of what makes a comedian do well mm-hmm. where like if you're in this mode of like everything feels good I'm ready to go I'm going to kill it then you typically will mm-hmm. which is part of why I think it's so ridiculous when venues don't treat their talent well because all they're doing is encouraging someone to have a bad show because yeah. like when like when you come into a place and you don't and they make you not feel good about yourself how so um everything from like nickel and diming you when it comes to the food or, um, not having the green room set up. Like I went into, I went into one club where like the, all the staff were just ignoring me and getting high in the green room, hmm. which like is supposed to be my place for relaxation. Yeah. And I had to like go and be the teacher of like, now, now class, come on, everybody get your stuff together and get out. And like, that doesn't feel good. So it's like unprofessional. Yeah. Completely unprofessional. Um, Sometimes they'll do the thing where they'll try to downplay success um, because they don't want you asking for more money next time. Mm. And so they'll you know say like, oh, you know, we got really lucky this week that there was a festival in town and that crowd spilled over to here. And it's like, no, no, they're at the <laughs> festival. They're not, these are my people, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, and sometimes they're just downright rude to you. <laughs> um, like there are some places, now, a lot of them are great. <clears throat> Excuse me, but there are some places that like, they almost make you feel like, you're doing them a favor. Hmm. And that just doesn't feel good going in, you know? So that, it makes it harder to have a a good set. And that's part of what separates an amateur and a professional. Because as a professional, you have to push through that. Yeah. Um, but it, it does, it is a lot of mindset. Do you find that it's like,
1: as, like now that you're in comedy, like what you pictured it as when you were younger and when you were first starting do you find that it's much more like the professional aspect do you find it's much more difficult and like i would say more working like there's like a lot of things you weren't anticipating oh absolutely yeah
0: yeah it's way dumber than i thought it would be it's the worst (laughs) sometimes (laughs) like there's i think every job has a part of its job that's that isn't what you consider the job Mm -hmm. you know uh doctors have paperwork you know, uh, the teachers spend a lot of time grading homework. It's, you know, and for comedians, I mean, half your job is getting yourself booked
1: hmm.
0: and like being a salesman. And that's not, that's not what any of us want to do, but yeah. we have to do it. Yeah.
2: Well, and the nice thing is, is that, you know, that story ties into what we were talking about. Yeah. Which is.
0: No. Oh, yeah. We totally forgot about nice. the nice. communication <laughs> thing. Nicely done. Very nicely done.
2: Um, my take and my judgment yeah. is you're either a shithead or you need to go to the doctor and get off Reddit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either, either, well, either way you need professional help. Agreed. Whether it's medical <laughs> or, or therapy. Yeah. <laughs> either way, this person needs help and it's yeah. not going to come from us. Or just figure it out yourself,
1: you know? I yeah. personally, I don't believe in like, or I do, I wouldn't say I don't believe, but like, professional help, I think, is always, yeah. like, the first thing pushed on people. And I think, like, I think it's fascinating what you can find out when you spend time alone with yourself and actually, like, listen to yourself. And, like, yeah. what, you, wh- what you feel and, like, what you're thinking and kind of, like, process that internally rather than, like, having someone tell you, like, what your problem
0: is. Well, the problem with this guy is that he wouldn't be able to communicate with himself well. <laughs> I think he'd tell himself one thing, he'd completely forget it shortly after. <laughs> like being alone with his thoughts. I don't know if it would help this guy. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, judged? Judged. Judged. I think judged. Okay. Uh, you want to go to an Am the Asshole one? Wait, so sure. judged is like like if we don't judge it, it's just not judged? Nah, no, we, we, just, we kinda, just say judged. When when we're we're we're, yeah, that's when
2: I say that I'm done <laughs> talking about this <laughs> subject.
0: <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Um, I have not read this story yet. I only read the subject. Okay. But I was interested in this one because I want to see if there's a good reason. Okay. All right. Am I the asshole for leaving my daughter at the dentist? So the first thing that we do is we predict without knowing any details of the story, just based on the subject line. Do you think that they're the asshole for leaving their daughter at the dentist? That means your daughter. How old is she? That's the question. See, that's what we don't
2: know yet. So I'm going to say, yes, you're the asshole and I'm gonna say that the story is is that the daughter is scared of the dentist. Okay. And he needed to make some stupid phone call or some errand or something, and like he's the asshole because leaving your your scared daughter at the dentist is not a nice thing to do.
0: And also, there That's are dental procedures that literally make it impossible to drive home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. yeah. So
2: if it is somebody who could drive themselves home.
0: Yeah. Like if it's someone if it's someone young. You're the asshole in almost any circumstance. Yeah. If it's someone who's old enough who you gave a ride to, it's still probably the asshole, unless they did something egregious that you're like, "All right, find your way home."
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess he's the asshole, and I'm gonna guess he's trying to teach someone a lesson. Not that he got uh... distracted, but I'm guessing it's like they behaved badly, and so he think, or in his mind, and so yeah. he thinks like, "Okay, I'm gonna use my retaliation." A yeah.
2: What do you think? What's your prediction?
0: I mean, you almost said he's an asshole.
1: He's an, <laughs> an asshole, so I'm going to go the opposite. Ah. I think, you know, maybe there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Let's see if he uh, has a good reason. Okay. So so his daughter deserved this. Yeah, exactly. He was maybe teaching her a lesson. You never know. All right. Let's find out.
0: I, 30 male, took my daughter, eight female. <laughs> Already, Burke, right, you're, not good. you're uh, you got a lot of climbing up here to do. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, to the dentist yesterday. We were at the waiting room for an hour, and I assumed an hour more, so I took the opportunity to tell her to stay put while I go buy groceries for my wife, since she's been nagging me for weeks to restock. I have a lot of thoughts already. Um, I didn't do an entire grocery shopping, just ingredients for dinner, and it took about 20 minutes. When I came back, an angry man was asking my daughter if I'm her dad. She said yes, and he screamed at me, saying it's irresponsible to leave my daughter at the waiting room, and that someone could have kidnapped or manipulated her. I told him to relax and that I went to get groceries for dinner, but he wouldn't have it. He kept ranting about the dangers of the world for a small child and how I'm an awful parent. I was honestly so tired of his yelling, especially since it made my daughter teary-eyed, so I told him to go fuck off and said maybe he's the one who wanted to kidnap my kid. (laughs) He got pissed and sat down, uh, ignoring me until my daughter got called. I told my wife, and she called me an asshole for leaving her, but I don't get why when she's been nagging me for groceries anyway. Am I the asshole?
2: So, this guy's the Uh-oh. asshole for several different reasons. Yeah. And and only one of them has to do with leaving your daughter at the dentist.
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's run it down. All what do right. you got?
2: Um, your daughter's eight. Yes. And it's not like she was in the chair when you left, she yeah. was in the waiting room when you left. Yeah. So, asshole there. Two, so you've been out of groceries for a few weeks. And you're just now agreeing to go to the, at oh, the that. worst possible time. That's
0: a really good point. That, that he said a few weeks, getting groceries for a few weeks. No wonder your daughter needs to go to the dentist. She hasn't had a healthy meal
1: in three <laughs> weeks. Yeah, also he's using his wife as a cop out of like, oh, she was nagging me. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, so you're she's the problem why you had to leave the dentist
2: yeah and why is she not why is my wife not grateful for me leaving our eight-year-old daughter at the dentist because i did this chore that she asked me to do to her for her as a favor
0: i'm so glad we read this one (laughs) this one is so it's so uh like so many of the am i the assholes are people posting something unreasonable that someone else did and being like, but am I the asshole? So that the internet will just be like, no, you're a saint. You're wonderful. You've been taken advantage of. And this one is someone going, I did an, an objectively horrifying thing. Yeah. Am I the asshole? Yeah, buddy, you are. The, the fact I, of all the ages, I was not expecting eight or below. No. I was truly expecting 13 or 14 yeah. at, the, at the least. But your eight-year-old daughter, like, I don't think my parents left me home alone when I was eight, let alone dentist alone.
2: I don't know that at eight I had anybody's phone number memorized. Yeah. So that, you know, if, like, like, God forbid he got in a car accident on the way back.
0: Yeah. If anything happened to her or him, like, there's no...
2: That's a a bad day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you lose her. You could lose her for a little bit at least. Yeah, she's gone. Like, haven't you watched a very special episode of anything? <laughs> like, don't leave, don't leave your eight-year-old kid in a public place by themselves. Yeah. That is a waiting room. That is something that, like, anyone can come in and out of. Um, it's an eight-year-old kid. I am absolutely on the side of this other guy. Yeah. And also when he's like, maybe you wanted to kidnap her. Oh, shut up.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, no, he's saying don't do this. Yeah. Yeah, the The idea of, like, leaving an eight-year-old alone. And the way he's phrasing it of, like, I didn't do a full grocery shop. Just so, It's like, well, then you had to go back another time anyway. Yeah, then
2: you didn't do what your wife asked anyway, <laughs> which was to restock your pantry. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think he was probably just
1: bored. Yeah. 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 He took the easy way out and left his daughter there to fend for herself.
2: That's actually an interesting idea of, like, what else did he have to do besides get food for dinner?
0: Yeah, yeah. What was he doing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I've definitely had stuff where I've, like, tried to combine errands. Mm -hmm. I'll do that with the guys on the road all the time where, like, we'll go get coffee. And I know it'll take a little longer, but I'm like, hey, can someone grab mine? I'm going to go run to the bank. Yeah. Like, I've had that all the time. But you know what? They're not eight... Yeah. They're not eight. And and also, I'm not even comfortable leaving them alone. Yeah. <laughs> like depending on the support act. Um, I I just think that this is so wild that someone would do this and then blame everyone but himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like what a bad parent.
2: I agree. Judged.
0: Absolutely judged. This one was an easy one. <laughs> there there's others that we have debate about, but this one was this one was very easy to judge. Um, all right. Here is one that I'm excited about. Um, am I the asshole? My sister kicked my wife out of a family photo, wanting blood relatives only. Our daughter stayed in it. My wife was pretty offended, but I think she should get over it. That took a turn. I thought he was asking about the the sister doing that. yeah, okay so. I got distracted by the turn of that. So, am I the asshole? My sister kicked my wife out of a family photo wanting blood relatives only. Our daughter stayed in it. My wife was pretty offended, but I think she should get over it. Do you think they're the asshole?
2: Yes.
1: Do I think he's the asshole? I think, I mean, the sister, too. Yeah. The sister's, like, trying to start some beef, it sounds like. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, and the idea that, like, you can also think that your wife should get over something, like, hey, it's been so long, like, I think we should move on at this point, without invalidating the response she had to your sister being shitty.
0: Yeah. You know? Also, who decides... I understand, hey, I just want a photo of just me and my sisters. I want a photo of the nuclear family. But who decides that they married a a muggle-born (laughs) Like, what is this ridiculousness of, like, blood relatives only so the daughter counts because she has his blood, but the wife doesn't? I can even understand no boyfriends or girlfriends Mm -hmm. because...
2: Which I have a story about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I want to hear that. Uh, Also, how dare you? Uh, No (laughs) boyfriends or girlfriends because, you know, we don't know if this person is going to be in their life, but, like, this is a spouse. Yeah. This is a person who is legally family. Like, if you're trying to do a family only photo. Yeah. Then this person is family. I think from the guy, okay,
1: and the, I think of it from a male's perspective and from a woman's perspective. As a male, I feel like you're not looking into the, like, the sister probably has beef with the wife. She yeah. doesn't want her in it. That's what it sounds, what it sounds like to me. Is she does not want her in it. This guy is not looking at, at that. He's just looking at his, It's just a photo. Yeah. And yeah. the wife is clearly looking at it as, like, she does not like me. Like, this is bigger than you think. And he's probably, just doesn't
0: even, he's oblivious. Oh, so he came up with the, so she came up with the excuse of, like, yeah. she looked around real quick and was like, uh, blood, that's the one difference. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's either that or she's going to be like, uh, January birthdays. Don't go in the photo. <laughs> is that that right. more
1: information?
0: There's more information. It's short, but here we go. My family was visiting and we were taking family photos. My wife is a great photographer, set up a camera on a tripod to get photos of the group. My sister wasn't married at the time and said, okay, blood family only, and kicked my wife out, but our daughter stayed. This irked my wife big time, and even though this was a while back, it still irritates her. I didn't say anything at the time and think she should be over it by now, but it came up again as my sister is planning to visit soon. Am I the asshole for not saying something in the moment or after the fact to my sister? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 You're you're the asshole. I, I do agree with Burke that, like, there's more to this. hmm Like, this is... I think that there is some beef here. But also, the fact that he's never said anything. And of course it comes up again. The sister's coming... It's not like it came up again because they were watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy and, like, someone mentioned a sister. Like, this was... This person is coming back and she's still mad at this person for this thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: He also says in there that he said his sister's not married. Maybe she's jealous that he's married. I don't know what the age difference is, but maybe she's jealous that he's married... She maybe doesn't like the wife. Like yeah. I think that, I think the asshole comes in the after the fact. Like he should acknowledge it to his sister and be like, "Look, you know, once he's learned if he's learned like what, the severity of the situation, like hey, you need to like accept her, like get over your own stuff."
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's funnier to me as an adoptive child if someone were to like try oh, yeah. to pull that shit and and not because I don't think anyone would purposely direct it at me, but they would forget that that is not what makes a family. Yeah. And so, like, that it's whole, the whole idea of like, blood is so funny to me.
0: Yeah. There are people who's, so, and, and my sister's adopted. And so there are people in my family who aren't, like, I don't share, quote, unquote, share blood. That sounds weird. That mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, biological things in common with that mm-hmm. are absolutely family. And then there are people who I do have biological things in common with. Who aren't really. Yeah. You know, family is... All family does is make someone give you the benefit of the doubt. It doesn't doesn't make you, like, owe them anything. This isn't... Like, we're not the Lannisters. Like, this isn't... (laughs) Like, this isn't something where it's like, my blood will inherit the kingdom. Like, this is just... And I do understand at the time he could have been... In the moment, he could have been like, oh, it's a big deal. It's just a picture because you're not thinking about the implications of it. And maybe he's thinking, oh, this is just one where it's just the nuclear family, and then maybe the next one will be different. Like that could happen too, but to still not get it.
2: But it also sounds like the wife was the only one excluded from the picture. Mm-hmm. And there is no reason, if there is one person. There's no reason a what one person should ever be excluded from a photo.
0: And she set up the camera. Yeah. She said
2: she's probably going to be the one that edits it.
1: Yeah.
0: She's yeah. probably
2: going to be the one that sends it to everybody.
0: Oh, she should photoshop herself in and take the <laughs> take the sister out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would really, I would like to know what the sisters got with the wife like yeah. what's uh, what issue. I, I mean, I'm assuming that yeah. there's is an issue.
0: I would like to know what that is. Well, that's the fun thing with these. We just get to decide the backstory. Right? <laughs> yeah, so.
1: yeah, true. I guess we got to make it all up.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think and if anything, if the if the sister was willing to do that to the wife, then she's probably the one with the grudge. Like, this is, because, yeah. you know, he's talking about how, like, oh, she can't let it go after all these years. Well, probably because you never addressed it properly. Yeah. Like, she could have let it go immediately if you, as a loving husband, was like, <laughs> yeah, that was completely inappropriate, and I'm going to talk to her about it, and that shouldn't happen, and we'll make sure it doesn't happen again.
2: Well I then, she dropped it. Well, then similar to my situation, that sister probably took the 10 family photos that the wife sent over and then only posted the one without the wife. Because that's another thing is people use social media as a weapon. Yeah. And so yeah, she probably posted the one photo that the wife was not in and was yeah. like, the whole family got together.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love my family so much. <laughs> yeah. Family's also, everything.
1: Also. Just gonna say it. I think that girls, women, can be pretty freaking malicious with that stuff too. You talk about the social mm-hmm. media stuff, like, I mean, my god, y'all are very smart with how you like cut at people. And I think that she could maybe, yeah, like you said, she maybe post picture without her in it. Yeah. Like, oh, happy family, and it's just like the wife then is like fuming.
2: So, my story is not very long, but, um. My ex and I, who I was engaged to. I
1: do.
2: I know. uh, It was his birthday. And we all went out for uh, his birthday dinner with his family. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're at the restaurant. And afterwards, we were all like, oh, we should get a group picture. Because we always got a group picture. And his mom made sure to say like oh well let's get one of all of us first and i was like i was like you know what (laughs) that's fine i dealt with that kind of behavior a lot so i was just like whatever and then as soon as that picture was taken it was like oh time to go and yeah they didn't even get a photo with me in it
0: i thought that that she was like gonna use the that photo on social media or something i didn't
2: no, I was just excluded from the photo entirely, and I wow. believe we were engaged at the time. But if not, I mean, we had already been together for five years. Yeah. So. That was, that was funny, and and you know my ex did get, angry about it, but we just were just kind of so flabbergasted at the whole situation that we both just kind of like. Walked away, like we didn't say anything in the moment. But I definitely think it's super – especially when it's one person that you're
0: excluding. And when – yeah, and if she said, like, let's do this first, mm-hmm. that's clearly a lot. You were bamboozled in your own relationship.
2: He's in all of my brother's wedding pictures. Oh. We didn't get a single family photo without my ex in the picture.
0: Wow. Do you regret that?
2: No. I mean, it happens. Yeah. He was going to be a part of our family. You know, like, it wasn't –
0: I regret it. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. <laughs> no. But we've
2: joked about uh for like a Christmas present or something, getting my brother a copy of the photo that we photoshopped him out
0: of. Yeah. But just photoshop the head, leave the rest of the body. Yeah. <laughs> but it's
2: also like in my situation it was a birthday photo. Like yeah. sometimes you have pictures with X's in, in parts of your like that's yeah, it's what super happens. <laughs> yeah. It's just a birthday. Yeah. So
0: Um I I aspire. To have the levels of petty that I've seen some people have online, mm-hmm. like with the with weaponizing social media and things like that, I think I think the the pettiest thing that I've done is there was someone specifically that like I did not like, and they keep commenting on everything, and someone I went to school with, and I just can't stand. And it's one of those things of like we don't need to be pretend to be friends at this point in our <laughs> lives. Like I knew you twenty years ago. I don't need you in my life, and so there was one post I put that had like a ton of comments, and it was like a congratulatory thing. Everybody was was being very nice, and I liked everyone's comment, but theirs, <laughs> like that. That's the kind of petty that I do. Yeah. yeah like just good. to, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think not that I, yeah, I do think that social media is, in my opinion, a very fun way to be petty. Um yeah. but I think I am probably more observant than you are.
0: Oh, you absolutely are.
2: On those kinds of things.
0: Yeah, there there have been times where she'll say like, "Oh, did you notice this person posted this picture like a friend of ours who's dating somebody or whatever?" And I'm like, no, I didn't. And But then when she explains it to me, I'm like, oh, holy shit, that's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just completely, to me, I was like, what a nice picture. And I yeah. didn't like, look <laughs> yeah. at the background. I didn't understand who was in it and who should have been in it. Exactly. And all yeah. Just stuff. like the guy who didn't look into the sister cutting out the wife. Yeah, like, yeah. why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. But what I would do is once it's explained to me, I would apologize yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: I also yeah. find it interesting the idea of, like, cutting, like, being, like, blood only or whatever. But, like, when you get married, like, that's your next of kin. I mean
0: you're sharing blood that, to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally how the daughter was made.
2: Yeah. And like I don't know, I just that's so
0: if so binding daughter, to me. If the daughter is a blood relative of him, then the mother is a blood relative of the daughter. Why doesn't she qualify anymore?
2: That's true. The yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like that's a blood relative of the of the daughter. Yeah, it sounds like the sister should have had a better excuse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the sister, I mean, she really... sister is
2: caught now. It's been years, but...
0: She really should have just been like, sorry, no muggles. (laughs) Um, Judged? Judged. Perfect. All right. Um, Let's see how we're doing on time before we try another one here. Um, I think we have time for one more. Perfect. Um, Okay. So, this one I'm very interested in because I have very strong feelings about this subject. Um, am I the asshole for not letting my kids go to my in-law's lake house because my husband's cousin is bringing his pit bulls?
2: Ooh, this could go in a lot of different directions. Well, I'm
0: very pro-pit, and I'm very anti the people who have irrational fear of all pit bulls. Or what I think is Yeah, but that might
2: not fear. be the situation here.
0: Right. And even someone as pro-pit as I am says, no, you're not the asshole. Because the, the reason that pit bulls are so maligned is because of you need a good owner to train a pit bull well. Mm-hmm. You need, they have the potential for more damage, and so you need someone who's really taking care of them, and especially around smaller people, whether that is kids or just a very short person, uh, the pit bull yeah. can do more damage. And so I think that, I think that it's perfectly reasonable for not bringing the kids. Is it?
2: Yeah. And yeah.
0: that's bull or otherwise. And I haven't read the story yet. But I think that's bull or otherwise. I think...
2: Any large breed dog.
0: Any large dog. Yeah. If you... Unless that dog is specifically good around children. Absolutely. Because and also... you've seen it
2: and you've witnessed it. Yeah. How, old are, how old
0: are the kids? So we'll read it in a second. But uh, I, I want all, us all to weigh in first. Because yeah. even... Like you don't know how well the kids trained. Yeah. <laughs> so...
2: So, I'm going to say not the asshole because it also sounds like it sounds like they know this cousin yeah. well enough to know that this is not a proper environment for either the dogs or the kids. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to say not the asshole probably.
0: What is your
1: prediction? I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say asshole because I've only known two Pitbulls and my friend Adam and they were
0: the sweetest dogs. Yeah. Like, so sweet. So now I've had situations where I haven't brought my dog to something because a kid would be there <laughs> because, kind of yet? uh, so I had a, I had a Staffordshire bull terrier, but he was like a runt of the litter. Mm-hmm. So it's like a 30, 35 pound meatball. Um, the way I describe Staffies, it's like a pit bull with a pig's body. Um, so he had the big face and the big jaws, you know, but he was also a little meatball that could just be. Yeah, forward. you could just
2: you push just him over. Him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but still, I don't know that kid, and I've seen I've seen kids out on the street that'll like come up to dog. And when I was walking my dog, you know, sometimes kids would come up, and I always appreciated when a parent was with that kid and been like, "Okay, how do we meet dogs?" You know, and like yeah. go through it. And sometimes like a kid would come up and just try to like stick their finger in the dog's face, mm-hmm. and that's not good, you know, from a Pomeranian on up to a Great Dane to a human. Yeah, Yeah. also to a human. (laughs) Um, All right. Every year, my in-laws throw a party for the whole family at their lake house. It's fun, but extremely chaotic. My husband has a huge family, and my kids look forward to it all summer. My husband's cousin and his wife have two XL bullies that they normally leave at home with a dog sitter, but this year, they couldn't find anyone to watch them for the weekend, so they're bringing them along. These dogs don't have a human bite history, but they aren't friendly with strange people. They aren't mean either, just very weary and aloof. And they are extremely dog-aggressive. We have a friendly Boston Terrier puppy, as well as a curious two-year-old that loves animals, and I told my husband I'm uncomfortable bringing either one of them with us this weekend. He told me I was overreacting because the two bullies would be, quote, well-managed. Meanwhile, I know everyone will be drinking, so the margin for error is high. Yesterday, I told my family that I wasn't comfortable with the situation, and I don't feel safe being around the dogs for the weekend, so I'm staying home with the baby and the puppy. I'm catching a lot of shit from his family about backing out, and I feel like I'm being unfairly labeled as paranoid. Am I the asshole? I don't know. I, well, I'll start then. I I, I say not the asshole. I see, yeah. As much as I think that the vast majority of bullies are, uh, you know, bully breeds are absolutely sweet and well-behaved, you're, this is like a summer party to Lake House. People, I don't, I don't think I would bring a two-year-old to that to begin with. Let <laughs> yeah. alone,
1: yeah. Like, yeah. let alone if
0: there was a kid, like, there's going to be drinking, there's going to be, like, someone's going to do something stupid. Like there doesn't that's exist what a lake you do house at
2: the party. lake, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, that's the point of a lake house. do something stupid, yeah. and so i I just don't think, and especially like, if they are notably dog aggressive, bringing in a dog they don't know, yeah, like what a bad environment for two dogs to meet,
2: yeah, I mean, you could always board your own dog, I think that's a different mm-hmm. a different issue entirely, well, that's the other thing, it's like <laughs> you probably. If you could find somebody who could take care of your kid, I I agree with leaving the kid at home. They're two, and you already said that they're very interested in animals. Yeah. And, like, all it takes is to turn your back for one second and a kid has done something stupid, whether that is their fault or not. Like, they're two. And the dog is just reacting to its environment. So it's not like I blame the dog or the dog's owner, but I see nothing wrong with just wanting to make sure that nothing happens. Especially yeah. when she's not like, well, that means the whole family can't go. All she's saying is that her, the dog, and the baby are going to stay home. Yeah. She wasn't like, oh, well, then none of our family can go.
0: Yeah. I, I think that, like, especially a two-year-old. Yeah. Like, yeah. a two-year-old could be reaching out to pet it and accidentally pull its tail. Yeah. Could or be fall. There, there's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fall on the dog. Like, there's a million different things that a dog could reasonably take as behavior of aggression and w- when the two-year-old doesn't mean it like
1: yeah i would say if i mean as a parent you got to protect your kids so i would say i mean maybe the people with the pit bulls could have been like okay we'll leave them at home like we'll find a yeah. solution you know because we want the whole family there but i would say not an asshole you gotta look after
0: your kid yeah
2: yeah and we
1: we'll learn that from the dentist
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're gonna leave am i an asshole for leaving my two-year-old at the dentist mm-hmm. without me uh, yes. Also, my two-year-old doesn't have teeth yet, but
2: yeah, I mean, I do. the The one caveat here that I that I have is that they did say they did purposely say pit bull, not just yeah. dog. So I don't know if there there happens to be a slight judgment of pit bulls going on there as well, yeah. Rather than just like two dogs who are known to be dog aggressive and
0: or. Or they are using Reddit's well-known yeah. hatred boner yeah. against pit bulls. Yeah, yeah. For strategic. Yeah. Any any story on Reddit that involves anything negative about a pit bull goes right to the top because there are so many people that are like, see, see this anecdotal evidence, see. Yeah. And, well, and so, vice versa, yeah. Yeah, they might they might be using that. There might there might be a little bias, but I mean, if it was I don't care if it was a Labrador, if it's a big dog, and if it's or or a small dog that is dog aggressive and that, you know, this is a two-year-old who is very uh, animal curious.
2: Well, the they're not making memories, so the, the two-year-old's not going to know that they weren't at this party.
0: Yeah. Uh, film st- making the kids stay home and then show it to them. When <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is what I do for you. <laughs> Am I the asshole for guilt tripping my two-year-old <laughs> that I couldn't go to this party? It's going to be the post in a couple of years. Yeah, i i think I think not the asshole. I do agree with your point that they went out of their way to specifically say pit bulls, and it's weird they said XL bullies. They didn't say the size of the dog. They didn't. Yeah. Like, if they want to say two hundred pound dogs, which is you know, I mean, XL bullies are usually like seventy to one hundred. Yeah. So like, if they if they wanted to say like two very large dog aggressive dogs. Like, specifically saying Pitt does make me think that there's bias or looking for sympathy. But either way, I still think that, like, if you don't know what's going to happen in the situation, take him out. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Uh,
2: less of the asshole for saying, like, we'll stay home, not you leave your dogs at
0: home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I went to... Um, when I saw Walter, that was my staffie, um, I went to a Fourth of July party. And I wasn't going to go. Um, And then the person who was having the party was like, hey, my roommate just moved out. There is a completely empty carpeted room that you can have for him. And I will have a dog toy there. And I was like, "Okay, I'll give that a shot. And I did. And I was at the party for about an hour. And he wasn't happy just being stuck in his room by himself. Yeah, Yeah, he was very anxious. So eventually I was like, hey, good to see all of you. Thank you so much. Very sweet gesture that you made this comfortable for him or as comfortable as you could. And I know better and I'm going to take him home. Yeah. And that's what you do.
2: I don't like dogs. So I'm... Uh. That wouldn't even occur to me to do for somebody. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. But you like my dog.
2: Yeah, I'm not a monster. Like once (laughs) I get to know a dog, I like it. But I'm like not...
1: Yeah. You're a cat person.
2: I like cats. I'm not a pet person. I don't really want to have a pet. I love when other people have pets.
0: You have been lobbying for a cat.
2: I want a building cat.
0: Cat, Cats are
1: pretty chill. Like, cats are, they can do their own thing. Yeah. What do you mean a building cat?
2: I think Steel City should get a cat.
0: Should get a, like, just a cat for the building? Yeah. And just let it roam?
2: Yeah. That way I can see it when I want to. I can go over there and see it whenever.
0: But it's not your responsibility. Correct. Fair.
2: I I just hate taking care of animals. It stresses me out. They can't tell me what they want.
0: Yeah. People always say, like, oh, I wish my dog could talk. And I'm like, I I never wished for that. (laughs) Never. Because, A, what if you have completely misunderstood the relationship? (laughs) Like, what if it's something where they're just like, yeah, I deal with you because you're how I survive. Yeah. But I don't like you. Or what if they have just horrible opinions on everything? <laughs> like, yeah, but that would never happen with a dog.
1: I think a cat. <laughs> cats are like cats are fascinating to me because they're like their own. They do their own thing. Like I feel like dogs will love you unconditionally. Yeah. Like no matter what, if you're like their owner, if they're and as long as you take good care of it, they'll love you. But cats are like, if I like you, I like you. But if I don't, like, I'm not you gonna have, make it clear. Isn't
2: that nice though? Like yeah. just you know where sure. you stand. You know where you stand.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like cats like do talk. Almost. Yeah. Like they communicate very well. Yeah. He
2: agrees. We should get a cat.
1: I, see. I'm for cats. I'm definitely pro cat. I like dogs. I'm pro dog. But I think cats are fascinating. Like, yeah. They're like people.
0: I, I think I was, I think I liked cats more before I started being allergic to most of them. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't allergic at all. And then just as, it was right around college, I'd started just, I'd go into a room and start sniffling. And it took me a while to figure it out because my aunt, not only did my aunt have a cat, But she had a cat that she rarely cleaned up after like she was not a very you had to smell the cats yeah yep. she was she was not a neat or clean person and so like her apartment was covered in cat hair and one by one all of my siblings like couldn't go visit her anymore i was still fine Hmm. i was always fine and then once i hit like late high school early college I started being like, oh, I must be getting a cold," And then you slowly connect all the dots. Yeah. Be like, every time I see a cat, I must be getting a cult. Uh, Yeah, so I, I just can't. I can't do it.
2: Well, there was that time at my brother's house. Yeah. That I forgot about your cat allergy. And we're playing um, Bananagrams. Have you ever played Bananagrams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Steve's eyes are, like, half swollen. And he's sniffling a whole lot. And he, like, goes to the bathroom to blow his nose. And I, like, it, I remember you didn't say anything you didn't say anything about like having a scratchy throat or
0: it was the first time I had met anyone in your family right really yeah that I met I met Brock before I met your mom oh
2: yeah so anyway I like tell my brother I'm like oh my god do you have Zyrtec and can we open a window and so I mean after the Zyrtec kicked in
0: yeah that helped a lot yeah but yeah I was gonna be like I'm gonna make this work no matter what yeah you got it first time in the family just gotta suck it up yeah I'm like
1: it's gonna be fine. I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Do you want to uh, don't ask a question or no? Yeah. Okay.
2: Let's do one. Okay. So at this point, we just ask each other a question that we have not discussed with each other, um, at least not recently. Mm-hmm. Um. So.
0: I have one for you, and I think that. Uh, will
2: it also apply to our guest? Yes. Okay. that's why
0: I'm asking it, because I think that it will be an interesting question to ask a, a professional athlete. Um, what sport do you... Do you have the most trouble understanding why people like it?
2: Interesting.
0: And it could... It doesn't have to be like a mainstream sport. It can be, you know, something a little bit fringe, but...
2: I mean, I just don't like a lot of sports in general. Yeah. Like, I just... It's not that I don't like them; it's just that I'm not interested in them.
0: But you're not one of those people that's like, "Oh, sports ball." Like you like hockey, and I'm getting you into baseball.
2: Yeah, I like to watch soccer.
0: Yeah, so I think what's the one that's you're just like why?
2: I think football is one of those for me.
0: Okay.
2: Um, because in hockey, I understand the brute force. Mm
0: -hmm. Like.
2: The point of the brute force is to slam each other into the walls and, like, the fights and stuff. That's, like, all promoted. But if you get to football, the brute force is, like, they're, like, flagged every time. like.
0: Yeah. They're, like, great tackle, but also you're suspended. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I also think football takes too long.
0: Uh, there's a lot in between. Yeah. It's, it's going a on. show. Yeah. So yeah, it's a huge show. Yeah, to me,
2: I think hockey, like, goes real fast. Yeah. And so, like, things are always happening in hockey, whereas in football, it's, like, a play can happen for, like, three seconds, and then you have to set it all back up again. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So I think you? football's boring. What about you? For me, it's baseball. Yeah? It is. I actually, I went to a Pirates game night, and it was they had to walk off a and run, and it was sick. Yeah. And I loved it. It was fascinating. But I just, I don't know. I'm like, for me... And people say soccer is boring, so it's opinionated, it's subjective. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't know. It bored. Like I got there in the fourth inning, yeah. and I was like, man, I'm here too long. Still, you know, like I just think it's
0: incredibly boring. I I used to think that about soccer, and then I realized, it's good soccer is fantastic. Yes. And bad soccer, nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. I mean, it's just kicking a ball. Yeah, like bad hockey is still good. It's still super fast paced mm-hmm. bad football is just a shootout which is i think a lot of fun sometimes um bad basketball can be rough like i went to uh, i i was so excited i got the chance to go to the all-star game um, and this was, i i had never even been to a baseball all-star game at the time and i was like this is gonna be amazing and i went the slam dunk contest was incredible the actual all-star game garbage i was so bored i left early well it was it was people it was two teams that are playing for nothing not playing defense. Yeah. And I am, part of what makes me a baseball fan, like, I love a good pitcher's duel. I love a good defensive game. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, sometimes it's fun when it's, like, homers all the time, but when it's a whole bunch of errors and a whole bunch of walks, I'm like, that's boring. So, for me, it took me a while to understand that, like, oh, good soccer is defense. Yeah, yeah. And sloppy isn't enjoyable. hmm mm-hmm.
2: I mean, think about the... You're talking about the basketball game that was, like, yeah. the All-Star game that was boring. I and mean, we went to the uh, Field of Dreams game. Oh, yeah. And uh, the whole experience was really cool. But the actual game, like, let alone the seating was on bleachers and your seat was about this big. Yeah. And just packed. Um, so that it was, but,
0: the seats were too small for her. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> like, and the average person at the game was not her size yeah yeah.
2: and so like you got lucky because the person in front of you wasn't in their seat when we were there yeah so like he had room for his knees but like the guy behind him his knees were in his back and at first you were like what the hell and then like you turn around and realize that like they have nowhere to go it's like a
0: small person trying not to put their knees in my back and they're still in my back like that's how cramped it was
2: so without even all that the actual game it's like they weren't playing yeah. It's like they would watch a ball just like drop in front of them, and but this was like a this is this counted as a season game, yeah, it didn't it? A,
0: it was a regular season game. Now it was Cubs Reds last season, so neither of them were playing for anything. Mm-hmm. but no, but, it, but it was still like you're major leaguers, yeah. and they were treating this like it was. They were treating this like it was an early exhibition game. It was. It was not played well. Like you talk about the idea of like, if you truly want to win, you can. Yeah. I think both of them were just like, why are we in Iowa?
1: Yeah, and you can see, that's the one thing about athletics that's interesting too, It's like you can tell if players don't want to be there. And it's like, that's where it's like, these guys can be, I mean, like, professional athletes can just be prima donnas in general. I mean, everyone Mm -hmm. can, but like, especially professional athletes. But it's like, when you're playing, whether it's baseball, soccer, football, basketball, it's your job. In my opinion, it's your job to entertain. Like, it's your job to do your job. And then by expressing yourself, you get to entertain people, which is why they pay to come see you. So it's like, for you to kind of just take the piss and like really not care, I think it's just incredibly unprofessional, and it's just like it disservice to yourself and to the fan. It's like, yeah, yeah, no one's going to want to come back to watch you.
0: In in two thousand, um, I was a beat writer for the Yankees, and I figured out about halfway through the season that like you could tell when Andy Pettit was going to win simply by his eyes, mm. like, and it was I think I think the rest of the season I was wrong twice. Because he had this like, "I'm going to murder you all." Look in his eyes, and then it was like, "All right, he's going to win today." Mm-hmm. And then there were a couple times where it's like he looked a little tired, a little off, and it's like, "All right, he doesn't have it." And it was, it was. I've never seen a more transparent tell on an athlete, but in like a good way. This yeah. transparent, like the idea of. If another hitter knew that and they saw his eyes and be like, oh, well, I'm fucked today. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that, would, that would just be it.
2: That kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about like the mindset of like, I'm going to win.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Is like, it kind of sounds like if he had a rough night, he had chosen not to win that day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But, the, but what I think is cool about it is it's like, if someone has that mentality and then someone else has that exact same mentality, it's yeah. like, then it's about like, I mean, that's where it's like, people love it because it's competitive. But then it's like your skill really comes into play. Yeah. It's like your focus and like emotionally it's like I find that like personally for me when I get emotionally invested in a game of like an opponent is annoying me and I make it about them, I get taken away from the game. Some players are different. They may like be more involved in the game. Yeah. Like anger I think is a great emotion to use to help you. But it can also be like kind of selfish in a way. Yeah. But if you can like if there's two people who are very much willing to win and then they go at it. The beauty of sports is that they will just like bring the best out of each other, hopefully, or yeah.
0: we'll kind of collapse. There was a great scene in King of the Hill where, uh, where Hank Hill told Bobby, like, to give 110%. And Bobby was like, Well, what if my opponent gives 110%? What do I do then? He's like, Well, do you give 111? And he's like, And what if he gives 112? And he's like, No one's given 112%. And it just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> it's great.
2: Um, oh, and, my-
0: and for. Oh, well, I was going to say for mine, because as a as a sports person, I think for mine, I still don't get why NASCAR excites people. Yeah, <laughs> that's good if you think of that one, yeah. I, I truly don't get it, and I've seen, I've been excited for, I saw a curling competition that I was like, damn, that's incredible, because they made this insane shot, but I think Part of it's got to be my ignorance about the sport. Like, I don't understand what a good move is. I just know who's in front and who's not. And so much of it just looks like, okay, well, this person drove a little faster, and now they're blocking the other person from going.
2: Yeah, I think I understand the excitement of the sport. I don't necessarily understand the magnitude of fans that it has. Yeah. But, like, I mean, driving cars that fast has to be...
0: Yeah, it was like 300 laps. It's how like, many laps it's gotta is it? It's got to be
2: pretty thrilling, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on the race. But, but, yeah. but yeah. How I many think... laps could you
1: really watch? That's my question, because I share the same, like, bewilderment with it. It's like, how could you watch it that long? But then people, it's like, how could you watch soccer, you know? Some people don't
0: like it, so it's... Yeah, yeah
2: I don't think that watching it necessarily, I understand. Like, watching the full thing front to... The... Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just tripped on my little microphone wire.
2: Um... Like, watching it start to finish, I think, it's what I don't understand. Yeah. But I do understand, like, the, like, tense moments. If you've ever watched enough wreckage videos, I think you would understand that. And then as far as anybody actually involved in the sport, I definitely understand because it's got to be thrilling to drive at those speeds. It's got to be thrilling to get something new on your car. I know that that's, like, a big thing, especially for car people. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely more of, like, a highlighter. Like, I like highlights for
0: That's part for that. of why I have trouble with NASCAR, though. Because, like, other than wreckage, which, or narrowly escaping wreckage, mm-hmm. which, like, wreckage is bad. That's a bad yeah. thing in this sport. Yeah. It is, I, like, it. the reason it never makes a highlight reel is because for someone to win, it's weird to say this, but it's slow and steady. I mean, it's fast, but it's... Like, over the course of a race, there are very few, like, oh, my God, that was an amazing move things. Whereas, like, I saw a highlight of Cornhole where it was easy enough to be like, oh, my God, what an incredible shot. He just knocked those other two bags out and it went in.
2: I am so excited for the comment section on this part of the video. <laughs> what you don't understand is
0: <laughs> you big city asshole looking down at us and I'm yeah, like but that's the thing is all subjective. It's like anyone yeah. can hate any sport. It's yeah. like, but yeah.
1: once you do like you said once you get into like the fine details of things like for instance like baseball like I have a friend who plays baseball, loves baseball. Yeah. and he'll talk about like the details and I'm like okay, that makes sense. And it's like like for instance like tennis like all like mm-hmm. the little intricate things that you have to do to stay fit, to make sure your technique is right. Yeah. it's beautiful I mean it's like an art it's an art so yeah. I think you know at the end of the day it's just subjective
0: yeah and I understand that like I can be at a baseball game and like understand why it was ridiculous for that pitcher to throw a slider away on 2-1 whereas like I understand that's a very specific detail Um, and with NASCAR I don't have the knowledge base to mm-hmm. judge it yeah but, ed, but, but we that's are. part of why I'm like I don't get it
2: but we are judging yeah. it's called judging two shoes what we do
0: Judgy two cleats.
2: Do we have time for my question?
0: Yes, we do.
2: All right. So there's this idea on the internet currently about um, traveling versus vacationing. And so the idea is that traveling is more experiencing the culture and uh, places and just trying the new foods and et cetera. Whereas vacationing is more relaxing. You don't plan as many excursions. You just really enjoy life in a different place. Yeah. So... If you were to go on a trip, would you be more of a vacationer or a
0: traveler? Ooh, that's a good one. I, because I'm both. I think that part of it depends on where. Um, but I am not someone who necessarily wants to do nothing. I do want to experience local food, understand the culture a little bit more. If it's somewhere that, like, I feel safe. I would I think be much more of a traveler than a vacationer yeah um on my honeymoon rude I know on my honeymoon um (laughs) I uh I like wanted to do a lot uh went to Puerto Vallarta and had all these things planned there was going to be zip lining and there was going to be um, like there was this thing where you could actually like volunteer at a local school and like all kinds of stuff like that that I found fascinating and restaurants. And then like the week before we went, there were eight tourists beheaded in Cancun. And there were all these travel advisories of, like, don't leave the resort area. Tensions are high right now. And so we didn't leave the resort area and resort areas are catered to people with terrible taste. <laughs> Like, the best restaurant was, I believe, called number one American sports bar. No, oh, no. It was... Oh, yeah, she's like living in America. Probably. It, it was... Uh, yeah. Oh, but it, it was like living in someone's poorly written version of America. <laughs> like, it, it was... A, and a mall, that. It was... Yeah, it was not what I wanted. Yeah. And so I, I think I would have much preferred... Excuse me, much preferred a little less of the resort. And, I mean, when we went to Costa Rica... Yeah, it was super fun going to Tortuga. That was, was it? great.
2: Cause you, we don't have to get into the whole story. Well,
0: aside from being thrown into the ocean by that <laughs> boat, but other than that, it was great. I did not like being thrown. We we did the banana boat thing, where like the point of it is for them to like, uh, basically create a wave and then throw you into the ocean. Yeah, I'm a liability in the ocean, <laughs> so it was not good. But aside from that, I loved that day. Yeah, that was a great day.
2: Yeah, we like hiking and stuff. Yeah. Do you travel or do you vacation?
1: Uh, I would thousand percent travel. Yeah. Even if it meant like I mean, I would want to keep my head, but Yeah. <laughs> I would But other than that. Anytime, anywhere, I would take travel.
2: Okay. Vacation. Yeah. I'm definitely a both person. Yeah. I like um
0: a couple of days of each.
2: Yeah, which is what we're gonna do with our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Is I'm <clears throat> you know, our honeymoon, the important one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
0: the other one no, no, it never even happened I don't even know <laughs> why I would use that word what a weird thing to say
2: no I just um, I like being able to relax and I like being able to try new things but I need something in between because I feel like if you also do like traveling the entire time mm-hmm. I work a normal job and so if you take time off work for a vacation and then you are just go 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 your entire vacation you come home and you're like Right, I have to get up at 8 a.m. and yeah, work all day, and then maybe tomorrow night I'll get to rest.
0: I'm a big proponent of what I call the 18-hour vacation, and that is basically you leave at night, you know, in time to go to dinner. You drive somewhere that's within an hour or two. You go to dinner, uh, you know, you have a nice night. You wake up in the morning, and you have a good breakfast somewhere. Maybe you do an activity, and then you come home. And you feel rested. Like, there's so many times where I've been on vacation and then I come back and I'm like, oh, God, I need a vacation so bad. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just exhausted. Yeah. And that's something where, like, you just go, you experience something, you feel refreshed, you come back. Yeah. Yeah. We did that with, uh, we didn't even stay over. We did that with Mars. Yep. Um, There's this little town uh, about an hour north of here called Mars, and everything is alien themed because of it. It's (laughs) very silly. That's kind of cool. They really lean into it. Yeah. And uh it's in uh Butler County. Okay. And so we went up there and we just drove around and saw some things and stopped went at to like
2: a vineyard?
0: S- yeah, went to a vineyard, stopped at uh stopped at a couple of yard sales, one of which did not understand the point of a yard sale because everything was like more expensive than it would have been retail. They're like, Hey, would you like to spend three thousand dollars for this broken stereo? Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um but it was fun to make fun of. And then uh yeah, and we went to we went to the toy store. Mm-hmm. And then we came back. It was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All in you 36
0: like hours? Well, that one was that just was, in a that was six just hours, a day. Yeah. yeah, we left early in the morning, came back at night.
2: Yeah, I don't like them as much as you do, like the short yeah. little trips. But you know, for me, it also depends on if how much you're working during them. So, like, if yeah. we go eighteen to thirty-six hours somewhere, um, if you have to work for half of it, yeah, I get bored. But yeah. like, why couldn't we have done this at home?
1: Yeah, but, true.
0: Yeah, but we should do some others. We should do, like, Morgantown at some yeah. point. Yeah, stuff that's, you know, easy enough to uh, get to. Um, all right, so uh, before we plug the podcast, is there anything you would like to plug? I have a question. Oh, you have a oh, question. All right. park's oh. coming okay. with a question. You're going to die in this
1: scenario. Like, you're going to die. Like, there's no, like, oh, what if? No, you're going to okay. die. Okay. Would you rather get eaten by a shark or get killed by,
0: like, mauled by a bear?
1: A grizzly bear.
0: Get eaten by a shark or mauled by a bear. Yes. Ooh. In both cases, of... you're alone. Well, are like, no both one's f- near you. both are delightful. So it's so hard to choose between two <laughs> favorites. It's like choosing a favorite kid. You know, you <laughs> no. really can't. I'm
2: trying to think of which one would I pass out first in.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, I already know how miserable I am in the ocean. I know. So yeah. that one is, I think because of that, I'd rather the shark. Because I'd already be out. So like, pe-
1: people say, apparently, that once a shark... This is what like the huge argument against is. People say that once a shark tastes human, they realize it's... An, I don't know if this is true. They say that because they realize it's not a seal or something, that they are just like, ah, leave it. Like, I don't want it. So they'll like, eat half of you, is what people say. So they're like, oh, it'd be a way longer death. Which I'm like, okay, this is a great... I'm saying this is ooh. a great white shark. Yeah. I feel like it's going to eat you in almost one, maybe two bites. You know, like it's not gonna...
2: Or it's going to do enough damage on their first like chomping.
1: Yeah. Like it may cut you in half but it's coming
0: back to finish you off so I think Mm. it'd be pretty yeah, painful but kind of quick. I'd go for the, I mean it is fun that we're gonna have nightmares now but I would go (laughs) for I think if I had to choose between the two I would go for the shark. Yeah. Because I would already be so focused on how miserable I am from being in the ocean Mm. that yeah. yeah,
2: I think the shark one and for a, a couple of reasons, but I do think that you would probably die faster with the shark and I think I think so. I have no idea. But yeah. the the being mauled by a bear one they can maul you and not want to eat you and so like you could be like just bleeding out for a yeah. while. Yeah, don't and they that means like, and that means other animals could come after you.
0: Yeah. Don't they like play with their food? I don't also? know. Also like like bears I, I think, I'm I'm no bear expert, but I think that, like, a bear, like, might bat you around a little bit. I did not yeah. know
2: that you were not a bear expert.
0: I know, I'm so sorry. Are you just did stay with me? <laughs> no. Oh. All right, well, we get divorced every episode, so. <laughs> um, I think that, uh, like, a bear might bat you around a little bit. Yeah. Whereas, like, a shark is just, a shark's got nothing but the teeth.
1: Yeah, also the anticipation, man. Like, a shark, that's what I think is, like, you can't see it, like you see it's fin. Yeah. yeah. What if it's circling you, and then you're just like, a, you know, a bear is like right there in front of you. But that's like how strong. Like, could it take off? I've heard that a bear could take off, like a grizzly could take off your head with a swipe.
0: Yeah.
2: But if the, if, if I it's. if that was guaranteed, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would take the head swipe over the. Chomping. Over the chomping. But if but if the swipe just goes for your leg.
1: I know, and then he's chomping on you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think probably the shark because I think you probably have. You have a better, uh, chance of just being.
0: Yeah, just being killed immediately. Being
2: killed immediately, like crushing. Your spine, or like I don't know. I feel like. It,
0: yeah, the reason that there are so many stories of like, when I say so many, the reason that we know the stories, of like the person who got attacked by a shark and survived, is because it's rarer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a bigger deal, whereas, like, plenty of people have been hit by bears, and they're like, all oh, right, they got away. I think that's with, a, fair. with a shark, it's 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 happening. Yeah, I've had
1: people try to tell me that they could fend off, like, hit the shark in the nose, and I'm like, there's no way you are going to
2: Plus, you it. said that we're dying regardless. Yeah, you're di- you are yeah. dying
1: regardless. But then at the end of the day, it's like, then you think, you're going to die. doesn't really even matter how you die. At the end of the day, you're going to die. So when you're dead, you're not going to care.
0: Yeah, I, am, but,
2: I don't want to feel pain. Yeah,
0: but I, I think the I think the quickness of it. If yeah. I know I'm gonna die, yeah. I want to die in the quickest way possible. Yeah, yeah death
2: death does not scare me in the slightest. It's how I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once it's done, yeah, yeah It's not the It's the finale. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the issue. Yeah, fair it's great. Yeah. Are, so are we all team shark? I'm team shark? I'm Team Shark. We're all Team Shark because we're Team Bear. Tell yeah. us in the
2: comments how wrong we are about animals. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Give us all your animal facts in the comments. Tell me why I'm an idiot when it comes to NASCAR and I just don't understand the finer points. <laughs> Do all of that in the comments. Uh, Burke, you want to plug some stuff? Plug. Do you have uh, anything? I mean, aside from people, go to Riverhounds games if you're in Pittsburgh or wherever you guys are playing. Uh huh. Is there anything you want to follow on social media? Anything like that?
1: I'm not huge on Like, I have social media. I'm not huge yeah. on it. I don't use it a lot. Uh, but I would say anyone to plug. I'd say my roommate, Pat Hogan. I'm a big fan of his. He's a great player. Uh, center back. I think you might have talked yeah, to him talked a little to bit. Pat Yeah, we talked to Pat also. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh great guy, great player. So maybe follow
0: him. I don't know his Instagram, but
2: this is so helpful. We'll plug it in the description. Yeah.
0: yeah we'll yeah, put it yeah. in the description. Uh for more on someone who is not on this episode. <laughs> but we hope to get him on another one in the future. Yeah. yeah. So which yeah, which like would be that. great. Yeah, the, the Riverhounds have been uh have been very responsive and supportive of what we're trying to do here, which is cool. Talked to a couple of the pirates and, and some other folks too. So I'm a sports guy. I wanna you know, reach out to all the athletes and whatnot. Yeah, it's fun being on. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Um, you have anything?
2: Nope. Just follow me and submit stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, I am gonna be touring while this comes out. So check out all my tour dates on my website. I think I might be in Canada at the time this one comes out. Um, but check all my tour dates on my website, steveofficter.com. But most importantly, uh check out the podcast. We're Judgy2 Shoes at everything at Judgy2 Shoes uh judgy two shoes.com if you liked the episode if you like the podcast give us a review that is the best way to support a podcast that you like aside from just sending us copious amounts of money um just you know share it with friends give us a review all that stuff and uh and join the group on facebook uh we have a judgy two shoes group on facebook with that it's time for the awkward goodbye so
2: so you're gonna look in that camera over there
0: and be as awkward as you want just...
2: are you being awkward for your goodbye
0: Oh, no, I, I, I was confused by his goodbye. He was, said you said used to be awkward. So yeah, he was just, just doing a non-goodbye. All right, <laughs> yeah. cool, I'll do mine. <laughs> All right. This is the part. Do we have theme music? Can we play the theme music while theme I do
2: this? Theme music.
0: Theme music.
2: music. Theme. Okay. Did you find it?